This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This is a song about what's wrong with me. Oh boy. Settle in. I have stayed oh. home many lonely nights. I am single with no babes in sight. And I wonder what I've done. Am I ugly? Yeah. Or no fun? Yeah. <laughs> Back to the apps. Hinge is the best one. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine. It feels less gross than the other ones. So I swipe right. And I say my prayer. I didn't change this line. I am frightened <laughs> by the load I bear. So I talk to my best friend. What's a flaw that I can mend? She says there's one It's on my tongue Breath of Kevin Just chew some gum, dude Did you eat onions or tuna? Breath of Kevin Breath of Kevin No one will want this Unless you get some good breath mints You'll die a virgin <laughs> Breath of Kevin We listen to Amy Grant's album Home for Christmas And we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun here comes Christmas for me. Hey. Okay, bitch. Watch this. Bazinga. 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 Ah, uh, she's just chilling because it's Christmas. 
Welcome to Good Christian Fun or Good Christmas Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. We're here to have some good Christian fun. I wrote that song thinking, what would Caroline write about me? And then I <laughs> like really tried to embody all the things. I think you surpassed what I could have written. I mean, <clears throat> I, mine, I, the it would be sentiment. short. <laughs> the sentiment. That was fantastic. It would just be the you'll die a virgin part. Um, although, I, uh, your breath should be amazing because you're using your Quip toothbrush all the time, right, Kevin? Hey, listen, I think they still sponsor us at this point. <laughs> sure. <laughs> your nasty mouth. Caroline, what is good Christian fun? Um, this is where we talk about Christian pop culture. And man, we're in the perfect season for it. It's Christmas. Christians own Christmas. This is our time. Yeah, let's talk about what Christians own in America. <laughs> let's <laughs> drill down um, on that. Having a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Being exclusive. Being weird. Wait, you think Christians own it or Coca-Cola does? What? Being exclusive no owning christmas oh yeah corporations are good jeff bezos is good do they Uh, have a diet coke santa (laughs) like is he wear silver and he's like a little skinny (laughs) they should coke zero santa (laughs) what's the what's the green one like a coke natural or whatever there's a green coke yeah yeah it's like they're they're put they're pushing it hard Never a Coke man. That was not part of I remember when I had a soda for the first time when I was 14. It blew my mind. That was your first time at 14? Yeah. Were you like purposely staining? Uh, yeah, I was waiting for marriage, but then I got <laughs> pressured into it by my girlfriend at the time. Well, God covers that. Yeah, yeah he does. That's he does right. cover that. And today we're covering Amy Grant calling Home for Christmas, her second Christmas album. Yeah. Now, when we had friend of the show, Stacey Orsano on last year, she said, oh, let's do Amy Grant's Christmas album. I said, okay, great. We'll do the first one. Home for Christmas came out in 1984 or whatever. And then later we found out, she was like, oh no, I meant the red one. This one. This one. She was thinking of Home for Christmas. That's Uh, the one she grew up with. Yeah. But we still did that anyway. And we said, hey, when you come back next year, do Home for Christmas with us. And she's like, yeah. Uh, Out of town right now. So is that what you say when people pass away, Kevin? <laughs> she's she's just, out of she the moved dog's out just of uh, out of town for a little Stacey while. Stacey Oristano moved to a <laughs> podcast studio upstate where she runs around with all the other <laughs> podcast guests. She loves it. Yeah, forever. Uh, <laughs> no, listen, she's alive and well. She's fine. Uh, well, we don't know that for sure. Maybe she won't be by the time this comes out, which yeah. would be very sad. It'd be a Christmas miracle. Yeah. Well, so what a what a way to set up our our current <laughs> guest for success. Ladies and gentlemen, she is an actress. She is a comedian from the UCB Theater and from Second City Touring Company and from Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Lisa, Lisa Gilroy. Hey. Oh, I should have brought my jingle bells in. Jingle all the way. Sing your praise no, don't do that. <laughs> Lisa, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Oh, my goodness. Take Thanks care. for having me. I'm I'm glad that other girl couldn't make it so that you could have <laughs> your second-in-line guest. Hey, that other girl's family. <laughs> no, you weren't a second-in-line guest. You were a first You were a first draft pick, I tell you that mm-hmm. much. She blew it. She She's blew it by... She's dead to us. <clears throat> and dead to... She truly went everyone. to Texas to work... For, oh, no. She's no, not. She, I like Stacey. She works, she's in Texas. We miss her. Yeah. She, anyway. She worked for Beto, our next president. We need... Whoa, really? Probably. Wow. Okay. Sorry. We need to move on. I thought you were saying... It's well, about you tonight. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm great. How's your heart? Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Wow. Bringing it back. Okay. Bringing back an old crappy segment that we dumped. <laughs> 
episodes ago. Just kidding. We do it every now and again. Um, yeah. No, I'm great. I'm like very happy to be here. I feel really feel the Christmas spirit for the first time today being wow. here with you guys. Really? Mm-hmm. Just just being in this environment? Is well, it my yeah. two pillar candles that I got from Trader Joe's? Yeah. And you have like some Thanksgiving Christmas yeah. food out. Pre-Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. PGG, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, in Canada, like, it would, it would Here be we very go. snowy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go. It's At my right old now? school. Canada okay. be like. America be like. Canadian Thanksgiving's like in July, right? No. <laughs> I'm guessing. Look. Canadian I'm just... elections are every six years. Everyone needs right. to shut up. I was just trying to pay you a compliment. Oh, no. I was just trying to say you guys are bringing me the joy of the Christmas spirit. No, it doesn't and now sound look like what it. you've done. It sounds like we've made you a nasty little elf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, were you about to say it's, it's snowing where you live Well, yeah. Right and then so this is like the first oh, time I've felt like great. cozy. It feels like it should be winter outside right yeah. now with how cozy we are. In yeah. Here. And how dark it is outside. Mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And for how, how ahead of schedule we're kind of recording these. We are. There's a bit of theater here like yeah, it's Christmas season. That's true. I will say, though. Everyone pisses and moans about like, oh, they play Christmas songs too early and stuff. I've not felt that this no, year. No, not at all. I've not felt the premature true, like, yeah. oh, we don't need Mariah Carey. I'm like, yo, where's the Mariah Carey? Even yeah. like weeks and weeks out from technically Christmas season. Yeah, to people like that, I'm like, just grow up, you know? Just enjoy it. Yeah, get, get a real get job. On, get on board. Lisa, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for doing this show. Happy to be here. Do you know? Do you know where Lisa and I met? Uh, no. At a little church. We oh, met yes, at right. church. We did. Through former friend of the show. Former friend of the show, Ego <laughs> oh Also dead. Also, also dead. Dead. R.I.P. Ego. No, she's <laughs> Unfortunately, after doing the show, her career tanked and she has faded into obscurity. <laughs> yeah, it's really sad. And uh, Which is a shame because she was so nice and sweet. But we met through her. It was a mutual. Yes. And so our whole relationship in life is about church and Ego. Wait, so you guys <laughs> met like maybe... Two months ago, or whatever you went yeah. to, a, can mosaic? we say the name? To yeah. yeah, it was okay. mosaic. Yeah. I felt like you yeah. weren't saying it. For oh yeah, reason, I know. Like, oh no, 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 yeah, no. you yeah. weren't. Okay. Well, we were both visiting. We we're just checking it out. But mosaic is uh, church to all the stars. And w- oh, when yeah. I was there, at the time after I met you, mm-hmm. guess who I was sitting beside? Uh, Simply Bieber. Simply guess. No. Oh, so uh, close with Bieber, but Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens? Whoa! Oh, I could see it. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I like that character that was shocked was on, on Caroline's behalf. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yokel. That's a city folk at the church. Yeah, I think Mosaic would attract that sort of. I remember the guy who did announcements who was main pastor's son. Yes. He had paint splattered on his pants. Yes. That's a distinct memory I have. Yeah. So there's a fashion. And it's funny talking to people who just like aren't a part of church culture at all, where like someone wearing what I'm wearing right now, which is just like jeans and a button-up shirt, would be kind of shocking to this person who's like outside church. They're like, well, yeah, everyone wears suits, right? Oh, When yeah. you preach, oh, right. or you wear like the collar. Yeah. And so like even that, so. It seems very You know what shocks me about, actually, that I remember about that with mm-hmm. his paint pants is that afterwards, do you remember we saw him talking to another man who was also wearing paint pants? And what? it looked like ridiculous. Maybe they were talking about the accident that they were <laughs> yeah. both a part of that cost They the both spill. were just like serving earlier that morning oh, by like painting oh, someone's whoa. home. For or then it spilled <laughs> over, it got all yeah, over yeah, their yeah. You're like, mm, this looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what is your background with faith? What's your history with Religion or God or Christianity? I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. Um, 
hate to break it to you guys. Don't want to startle you. Yeah, can you go? Um, <laughs> with a bread, with a mouthful of like bread. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, my my parents didn't go. Nobody went. Not even like really the grandparents. Um, just a whole bunch of heathens. Um, but then so weirdly, like as early as I can remember. I always was wondering about God. Like mm-hmm. I have journals even from like fourth grade, which in Canada we would say grade four. And it's really cool. <laughs> thanks guys. That rocks. I like that. <laughs> um, writing about like Buddhism and like Christianity and wondering all the questions. And I think what was your exposure to, to it in the first, was it just like through school or th- friends you had? Well, I also, I have family from Egypt, which is does not look like I do, but oh, I do. Wow. My mom was born there and her side of the family is like Muslim. So that's kind of the only, I mean, like my grandpa on that side is like super Muslim. Oh, wow. <laughs> so like okay. he has like the prayer alarm clocks that go off and all the things yeah. in his house. There's prayer alarm. Is that standard issue for? I, I don't. I don't know anything about it. Well, you said the prayer alarm oh, clocks, I like don't know. you know the thing. Well, I think everyone... they a lot of Muslims do to like it's like a call to prayer, like to rem- I am the. Wor- I should not be talking about this it's at all. I know system, nothing about not it. The, not the actual appliance. It's important here. The thing we can all agree on is that Egypt is in Africa. That's, <laughs> That's what we can all I agree. Do, on. I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so there was that on that side, and then I grew. I grew up with a ton of Mormons because in the prairies in Canada where I'm from, uh-huh. uh, there's a lot of Mormons in my city. So uh, there was what like, area is that? It's Edmonton, Alberta. Okay. So, th- th- I mean, they all, they were like a very tight knit group and they didn't drink Coca-Cola and that like really stood out to me. I was like, oh, these people are doing something like what's going on here? Yeah, you know, so that's a big choice. Lisa <laughs> gestured to me as if I'm a Mormon. <laughs> Caroline just You're said the like same thing. Mormon adjacent well, wait, in Kevin, some I ways. think I am. Everyone, everyone from day one has made Book of Mormon jokes yeah. about Well, me. with the exception of how much coffee you drink. Because you love that job. Oh, because caffeine's the bad thing. Yes. Wait, what were you going to yes. say? Well, how come you didn't have Coke until you were 15 or 14, what you said? I just didn't want it. Until you're 22. Well, so that we, wasn't like parentally enforced. No, they were like, it's bad for you. You can have it if you want. Oh, that's but, great. But they were like, no. Weird. Okay. So you're just like you. You're just like a good kid. I'm just naturally virtuous. Is I see the that. term. Yeah. I see that. I was mm-hmm. I was ripping into sodas at like one you were and a shotgunning half. them right out of the womb. <laughs> <laughs> Your first teething was people, one of those. And cans. everyone was like, "This will rot you from the inside out." And I was like, "More!" And I just kept going. That uh, makes sense, given yeah. your cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hurting um, people. Okay, hurt so people. you were like, you were near all these Mormons yeah. that were like kind of in this group at school and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And then and then we would like hang out when we were really little. And then when like fourth fifth grade hit, I wasn't allowed to hang out with them anymore. Like really? The, it was like the parents across the board i had a few other like secular friends and it was like we were all banned at once so there was like no more by the mormon parents yeah so it was like all the only the mormon kids could hang out with each other i think that just looks sad i guess but like from the outside i was like oh whatever's going on in there i want in that looks so juicy (laughs) yeah i was like what do they do what are they doing over there and they had like a big temple like right by my house and i heard like even some of the mormons aren't allowed to go in i was like whatever this exclusive club is I'm mm-hmm. loving it. My my <laughs> primary impression of Mormons from 
high school. I hope this isn't disrespectful to say, but my my primary impression <laughs> of them was that they were all very attractive. There's a girl named Monica and a guy named Zach, and they were two of the most attractive kids in the theater department at Kingwood yeah. High School. I was like, ah, oh, Mormons got it going on. Yeah, I thought it was true, inherent actually. to the faith, like it was a part of it. And for me, the marker was um, sleeves. Like if you ever saw a girl in the summer wearing like cap sleeves on a yeah. dress or sleeves on a... Sleeves on their wedding dress, too. Yes, uh-huh. sleeves. Yeah. So that's like all sleeves. Too many sleeves are really cool. Uh-huh. You know, but yeah, the, I thought the Mormon boys were really cute. I had a, a crush on some Mormon boys, but it didn't work out. It didn't work out. And the forbiddenness didn't make it hotter. The crush. <laughs> I guess it did. Like but a West you know, Side Story, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no one ever like fights each other. Yeah. There's no violence, and no one wins. <laughs> no one wins. Um, but yeah, so I, I just hung out with those guys momentarily, and then, and then my parents sent me to Christian camp. Oh. And then later made fun of me for becoming a Christian. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So they, they sent me because Why? they sent me to a camp called Teen Time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just for teens. Teen even though time. I think I was probably only 11 when I went. So like kind of also not even a teen yet. And um, nice. They sent me because it, it's like it was the cheapest one. You know, like there's archery and canoeing and all that stuff. But. It's like just happened to have these like biblical overtones. So it's purely a budget issue. Yeah, truly. Really? Truly. Yeah. That's so they so sent funny. me. They were, you know, my dad's like, "Go, I don't know, get in the lake, do some canoeing, and then I- go to atheist horse camp. It's too expensive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it really is because you know the Christians want the children to come in. Yeah. So they like make it as affordable as possible. They need to hear the good news. I feel like. Part of me, I mean, is feels a little cynical about that, but part of me is like, that's kind of cool that it was like affordable, you know? Yeah, like, oh, anybody yeah. could go. Hopefully, I mean, I I w- probably wouldn't have gone to camp otherwise. So I'm camp is awesome. Yeah. Camp is so good. So was it shocking to you of like how much Christian stuff was in there? No, because I was so little. Like I I think it was summer of uh, just after fourth grade that I went for the first time. So I was still at the point in my life, and I had already like I said, like I was already like a seeker. Like I was like a yeah. very like spiritual child. I was looking for answers. You already. were a little seeker. Why? Like what emotions did you feel that drove you to? There's got to be something more. I, don't, I know it's very strange, right? I it seems to me like a nature over nurture kind of thing almost because I don't remember ever a time being like a, that I didn't believe in God or I wasn't looking for God. Interesting. Even in my family where that we never talked about it, nobody was going to church, nothing. I knew I wasn't going to do a Mormon thing because I also felt like I wasn't invited and it was too late for me. So they <laughs> they built like um just like a regular Christian church in my neighborhood when I was in fifth grade and I like begged my parents to take me. And they're wow. like, no, that's dumb. And I have like written in my journal, like I asked if I could go to church. They said, no, they're holding me back. <laughs> Your That's parents amazing. sound like cool bullies. <laughs> they are very cool bullies. Yeah. It's for nerds. Yeah. So then I I persuaded one of my friend's moms to take us and we went and I was like in I was in Sunday school and we it was like Palm Sunday, I guess, because I remember we had big palm oh, branches, wow. which yeah. like in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Oh yeah. Those babies got shipped in. Yeah, yeah, they shipped those out. And we like made a we made some sort of craft. And I remember feeling like this is pretty dumb, but I was still like, I feel spiritual. Yeah. So I went to camp and then I heard, you know, at the campfire we sang all the songs and like gotta preach I guess preach for children and I just was like oh yeah cool I believe it awesome I'm in like immediately because you're a kid it was very casual well I guess not really though there was a lot of things that were like and hell and you need <laughs> oh, to be saved. Oh, oh I see you're skimming yeah. over like so that, I mean that stuff you know it wasn't but I'm I'm saying like my <laughs> acceptance of it was very casual because I was right. like had already been so thirsty for it and here was like an adult that was like here's the thing it was so like, I was like inviting you too yeah so I was like yes I believe awesome I'm in yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah and then I'd go back to school during the year and like forget all about it or 
not know, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was like a summertime Christian for probably like 10 years. A summertime Christian. A fair weather, seasonal <laughs> Did you go Christian. with your friends too to this? I did, camp? yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we were like a bunch, there was, there's the three of us girls that like stuck together and we were a real crew. Like we, mm-hmm. uh, and I also, I was a very strange part in my life where they didn't believe at all and their families didn't believe at all. And I secretly was believing everything I was hearing, but like, I was just making fun of everyone and everything at camp all, every year all the time. Like wow. I would, I have like home videos of me in like sixth grade being like, and the power of Christ compels you. And then we're like killing ourselves laughing because it's the stupidest thing ever. But like, then I would like go home at night <laughs> and pray. <laughs> oh, so Whoa, you mean this lot. podcast? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Which is why I felt, I was so relieved when I first heard this podcast for the first time. Cause I was like, there are, there are others. We're here. Oh, that's fair. Oh, that's right. Because you heard it before we even met. Yeah. That was a very sweet thing oh, you, you said. Cool. That was very Because I, nice. I I think I listened to it because Ego was on it that's before right. yeah. I met you. Yeah, I really made fun of Christians for a long time. And I was like mm-hmm. a secret Christian, like um, like truly even up to this year. <laughs> like this is like, <laughs> I've just been like talking about going to church Publicly, yeah, well, like, what really. what happened That's between amazing. then and this year? What was the like closeted experience or or whatever you want to call it, where you were like, you kind mean of like what underground was... with your faith? Okay, well, I'll, let me tell you about being a closeted Christian. It means going to church on Sunday and not not inviting anybody there to any of my comedy shows, and then going to my comedy shows and lying to people about where I was on Sunday morning, like just Whoa. truly. Yeah, like feeling for a really big disconnect. Like it's tough. Yeah, Yeah. and feeling for a long time like too um, secular for church, but then too like Christian for comedy. Mm -hmm. Feeling kind of like I don't belong in either world. Yeah, and then because you experienced that in in comedy stuff where people would like kind of walk on eggshells too. Totally, and that's the most annoying thing. Yeah, because they think you're like delicate. And this goes for men and women, but like they think you're a delicate little flower. Like, oh, like we can't, can't hear a cuss word. Or can't something. put yeah. a dick joke. In yeah. 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 And I feel like I learned that super early on because I mean, even back, I just, I'm just having this realization now, but even back to like elementary school with the Mormon kids, we all like walked on eggshells around them. So I think maybe I just internalized that and I was like, well, I never want someone to treat me like that. Mm. Yeah. So I just never told anyone that that's. What was like feeding your, this is such a cliche sounding thing but what was like feeding your faith because it seems like there were a lot of things that were fighting against it and even you and your own like disposition was kind of like yeah I hate this oh, right yeah well I think I've been really lucky because I've always had like a few key um friends at whatever church or whatever city that I was living in that I felt like were like me mm-hmm. so it's like you know we could see each other at church but then you know also have like one too many beers on the weekend and 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 laugh at you know just like people like me so i found a few and i desperately clung to them and and they knew both parts of you yes yeah yeah. so i always had people who knew the full me but i felt like in you know for the general public it was always like a bit of a charade Mm -hmm. yeah i i understand that too i think for a long time I, and I probably still like feel kind of embarrassed if I have to tell yeah. someone I'm a Christian because there's all the assumptions that come with it, obviously. And it's just like, I don't have time to tell you that I'm like, I'm a Christian, but I'm not that kind of Christian. I'm a cool Christian. And also, I'm a cool Christian. And also like, I'm like questioning things. You know? Yeah, like, totally. No one wants to hear the that. asterisks and the kind of uh, yeah. parsing that you have to do is as embarrassing. Yeah, as it is. So it's it, like, easier just being like, yeah, I don't know. You know, a lot of the so time. true. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also like I'm learning more and more that even since moving to LA, there's so many, you know, it's weird. Sure. It's weird to be Christian. It's weird to go to church, but also half of LA is like charging their crystals in the moonlight. So what, (laughs) what are we hiding from? Like, it's just as ridiculous to say 
than anything know, else. I didn't know Moonlight could charge those babies. Yeah. I've been doing it all wrong. You've been doing it in the sunshine this <laughs> yeah, whole time? Yeah, you oh, know, wow. it was warm. Oh, that's why your skin is looking like <laughs> You're right. <bad. laughs> my breath, my skin. Skin of Kevin? No, that's not it. Yeah. And then, so was it kind of a slow process from there? Or Yeah, it was slow. I mean, the, I would say like... Um, it was mostly just, okay, so summertime Christian and also like bully of a Christian, like make parody of a Christian, let's say also <laughs> for a long time. You were sarcastically praying, sarcastically lifting your hands in church. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. No, truly, I remember like campfire. We had wog at camp, which is word of God. <laughs> and we'd like go and it was like campfire at night and sing the songs and whatever. And I would like, I would be standing with my girlfriends and we would be like shaking with laughter. If there was like any kids that were like crying or praying or like getting prayed for. Oh yeah, we would like, actively be laughing at wow. them yeah it's yeah. brutal i know a real like a real mixed up kid i was mm -hmm. so yeah i guess it was just the sincerity of it that was scary or like the vulnerability yeah i guess I feel I mean, like it is funny that's when I, I mean it's both though because i feel like that's when i want to make fun of people is when i'm I make fun of people the most that I'm afraid I most like. Oh, right. Oftentimes. So it's like, God, is that what I look like? You right. know, like yeah. there's something reflected in it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think I've always had an issue Maybe. with like um, when you see right. someone get really, really into it. So like crying or like lifting their hands or whatever. It's like, oh, boy, if this whole thing is real, you're having a great time and if it's not you're a huge dum-dum like you know you the more the more into it you get the more it's like okay well this is a bit of a gamble now because you're yeah. either like a huge idiot or yeah. this is great and that's <laughs> biblical right the cross is folly to those who don't or what is it paul said no i'm, I'm quoting the wrong one paul I think says the cross is folly I think no like it doesn't end there <laughs> paul says that if we're wrong about basically he says if we're wrong about this then we're to be the most pitied out of everybody oh, right. like okay. not non-believers okay. believe like people who believe that jesus and god because we look like such nerds if, i think right. that's philippians too, mm -hmm. so. yeah that's right <laughs> right and then you just live a whole life without caroline for halloween for no reason yeah, and you're a big man. idiot and that's, we need to be pitied did you do halloween no i of course i did halloween. Okay, i had you know my secular bully parents were like <laughs> yeah <laughs> be a demon <laughs> no, no nerd daughter of mine's not gonna be a demon for halloween <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah my dad was freddy krueger for like four years in a row so oh. it's not that far off dang <laughs> mm, somebody stop and, me yeah <laughs> yeah it's his catchphrase right <laughs> somebody stop me p-a-r-t why because i gotta <laughs> <laughs> it's like jim carrey <laughs> um so so what was the what was what caused the change there's like two well the first change of ta like taking faith more seriously was after that like 10 years of camp of, of going every summer then I was too old to go to camp right because then you're oh, then you're a big yeah. old kid. how old were you 18 like was it truly <laughs> yeah, until I, high the school? last year I went yeah I was like 16 or 17 okay so then I think it was 16 so then and then counselors were 17 so then what happened was um they asked me to come back and be a counselor and then that was the first time where I was like oh shit I better make up my mind about how I feel about this. Cause there's going to be like little girls in my cabin and I have to actually lead them. And if they have questions, I have to answer them. Like yeah. I have to know what's up. And not laugh at this. them when they start crying about yeah. how beautiful so I was the like, Bible is. I had to decide like, <laughs> yeah, that's hard when a girl's <laughs> confessing to you and you're snickering under your breath. <laughs> so yeah, I had to decide like whether I believed it or not. So I really took that seriously and I decided like, yes, I believe it and mm. I'll show up for them and I'll, and so I think it was just that, like, stepping into that, like, leadership and 
growing up a little bit mm-hmm. and like owning it more. Yeah. And then I started taking it more seriously. And then I started actually going to church, which I had never really done before. So then, yeah, I started going when I was about 17 or 18. Yeah. And then lived that like weird devil life for a while. So 2018 happens. What yeah. inspires you to be more open about your faith? I think in large part, I just got tired, you know, and like I'm getting older you guys can tell I'm wearing my witch's robe and oh. my long gray hair. People can tell by say. your craggly old voice. <laughs> the years have not been kind to you. But yeah, I think it just like and moving here too. you know, like I moved um, last year and from we, Canada to Los Angeles. Yes. Oh, yeah. From Toronto. And I, I think like I got. I got a chance to like start over fresh with people, you know, because it's kind of yeah. hard. I mean, when if you've been living that way for so long and you're friends with someone for like six years and then suddenly you want to tell them like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I go to yeah. church every Sunday. Like that seems like really weird. So I started over again here and then, you know, you can meet people again and just yeah. be a bit more honest. Although I didn't do that when I first moved. I could feel myself starting to do the thing again where I was lying to people mm-hmm. about what I was doing and who I was with and what's going on. But then I just got tired and I just said, you know what? My 20s are almost over and I need to like own what I believe and and stop being so embarrassed and apologizing for myself all the time. You felt that that was the case before that you were kind of like yeah, apologizing. It was exactly for- what you guys said of like, if you tell someone you're a Christian, it comes with this whole caveat of like, but I, it's only like this and my family's not Christian and I, I still drink and I say fucking shit and piss. And I also like, you know, like <laughs> I, I, I'm tired I of explaining. I just, especially when I came to LA, that was a big eye opener seeing how many people are into so many weird things that I'm yeah. like, it's not, it's no different. You put your faith in whatever, like the universe or whatever. It's not any less crazy to believe in God. Right. Sure. It's just as crazy to believe in anything yeah, at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe there was like, did anyone react like the way you thought they would when you would tell them? You mean like in a judgmental like, way? Yeah. 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 Lots oh, of times that's really? happened to me. Yes. Oh, that sucks. So that's, it just kept burning me over and over again that, and it would, and I would care so much. So especially in the comedy world, you know, cause it's just hard. And, and I, you know, Christianity, we have all these like negative connotations of we're like dumb people, racist people, homophobic people. Right, yeah. And in the comedy world is so liberal and we're like attacking all of those issues. So if you, I just feel like it's, it's particularly susceptible to criticism in the comedy world. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of my see friends that. are be like, comedians. What? I thought you were one of us. Like, exactly. What is this? So the, the negative reactions that I've gotten are from comedians who are like, r- can be really harsh too. Yeah. You know? And maybe you aren't even like aware that there's this like spectrum that you could be on, you know, or whatever, or that you're still the same person. Yeah. Like literally the responses that I've had sometimes are like, wait, what the fuck? Why? (laughs) Like, yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It's kind of a nightmare. That hurts. Yeah. That sucks. So, but now I feel like I have a a bit of a thicker skin and I'm just, and the last time that somebody responded to me like that, I was like, would you say that to me if I was Muslim? Like if I was just a Muslim woman. And I told you that, you know, that, that would <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever happen. Ever. Yeah. Well, I think everyone, um, I, and I don't want to sound like, a, you know, this Christian. It's like Christians are the most persecuted or whatever. <laughs> but I think in America, Uh-oh. like everyone kind of feels like they own Christianity a little bit because we're we're all like, for the most part, exposed to it at some point or right. other. Like That's more true. or less, I feel like, or I guess in Canada too, just like people have familiarity with it. And so there isn't this like, stigma where you sound racist or like ignorant by saying like Christianity has a lot of problematic beliefs or whatever. And it it is divergent from other 
religions and religious texts in that it is shared by the common like national imagination in a way that the other religions are not yeah yeah where if you were like picking on someone who is muslim it's like well you're already picking on someone that's like had a tough time right sure it's like christians you know you're kind of punching up (laughs) like there's just so many it's kind of punching up yeah and there's a base level of politicians always have to pretend at least that they believe in God. Like you'll, an atheist will probably never be elected president in our lifetime or an open atheist will never be elected president in our lifetime. And the idea of like, well, I don't know what the Quran says, but I know basically like I right. know the I know Jonah and the whale the stuff. To know yeah. that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. Everyone yeah. does feel like it's almost like the difference between uh, like crapping on a movie that's Star Wars or not Star Wars? Where it's like, ah, I, th- I I feel like I get Star Wars because we've all seen it. It's super popular. So I have opinions about blah, 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 right. blah. Yeah, and like Star Wars won't be hurt by like exactly. me and Caroline being out here and being like, I don't like it. Yeah. Right. It will like power on and steamroll <laughs> forever. They'll be fine. So yeah, so you feel good about it now? And I feel pretty good. I mean, I'm here that's mm-hmm. a start, hey. right? You mean on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, this was this is actually probably kind of like a very big declaration <laughs> right. in some way. Yeah, it's kind right. of a 180. All those strangers out there. Right. A lot but of them. It, it's so funny because like, I was nerd. reading, um, there's this book called The Happiness Equation, and he talks about how uh, there's like these three stages of uh, accepting whatever. So the first, if you have something that you're like trying to accept, so it's, it's like... Um, hide apologize embrace so the author used this example that he went to harvard and he's always been embarrassed of it which is kind of silly but he always like worried that it made him sound pretentious or whatever Mm -hmm. so then people would ask him where he went to school and instead of saying the name of the school he'd wait is harvard in boston uh yes yes (laughs) i get harvard and stanford i mean technically cambridge but yes okay so i can say boston so he would say the school in boston he would just say oh i went he would just say oh i went to boston so that was like the first year of his like post-grad life of just was hide that level and then it went to apologize where people would say oh where'd you go and he would say oh i went to harvard but it's not like my family's loaded or i didn't really do like a crazy degree or like all this stuff and he would it would make it weird sure and then the last one is except where he would just say harvard and he and he wrote in the book how like the first two were, made it so weird and the last one was so normal. People would just be like, oh, cool. So that, that mm. like seeing those stages, I feel like I'm going through that. Hide, yeah. apologize, accept. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just like, I'm here, fuck it, take it or leave it. I'm a cool Christian. Yeah, I'm a are. cool Christian. My right. name is Lisa Gilroy <laughs> and I am a, a cool, cool Christian. Christian. Hi, Lisa. Hi. <laughs> My name is Kevin Porter and I'm a cool Christian. <laughs> 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 I know, I know it's not possible for me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, you a biblical literist? <laughs> what? You, Do you I re- literalist? Wait, did I say literist? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, I'm cutting that out. No, I can't. Are you guys biblical literalists, though? Like, no. N- no. Like, not at all? No. But wait. Like, none of it's true. Uh, no, I, I, okay. Well, we're talking about two different things now. Okay. Let's, uh, let's split some hairs. Okay. We have, I know, <laughs> I actually don't know which one it is, but I know there's inerrancy and an infallibility. Oh my God. You guys are so much more Christian. Do you know what me. I'm what talking about? Okay. One of them means that you think that the Bible is the literal word from God, straight from God's mouth onto the paper. And so everything that is in there is like historical and true and happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that there's no error. And there at all. So, like, if you believe this part, you have to believe this part and oh. everything. And then uh, I think infallibility is humans wrote this book. And so there may be some 
gray spots that, where we don't have to follow this to the letter basically oh. people are like raging at their laptop or whatever right now how unsubscribe dumb I am. Yeah. <laughs> um you don't need to email me about it i'll look it up later but uh but anyway so yeah. which one are you no i'm kidding <laughs> you don't answer that. it's fine but i i think i'm uh, this is a, a shock to no one but i think i've fallen much more into the like this is a book that's filled with wisdom there's a lot right. here i don't believe everything is literally true or yeah. or that all of it is good like i think there's a lot of genocide there's a lot of rape that's sanctioned in the bible and stuff like that and i don't have to take that in and say it's got good. time for that no, mm -mm. I got time for that no thank you yeah no i think that I, that's pretty much you know i would agree was your, yeah because i mean uh, even look at my Welcome faith obviously cool i'm not club. a very like <laughs> i'm not a very stark christian either so <laughs> i can believe that there's people like me in the bible that were like saw jesus do some stuff but then also didn't really know you know like sure we're just, yeah yeah, it, but well, I don't, saw him do some stuff and then got some there. of the de the details wrong. Is what <laughs> right, you're saying, right? Or you know, or like we also have the tendency to run the other way to be like, oh, well, this is this. And, you know, I'm sure some people wrote some things in the Bible that are like, never ever do this or don't do, that. and they're just people who are making up their own stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. It's all literally true. Let's dive in. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Thanks for sharing your yeah, story. Thank by you the so way. much. Oh boy. Uh, Amy Grant, Home for Christmas. Christmas music, Christmas traditions. Lisa, what were yours growing up? What, what were some oh. albums that were always on at Christmas time in the Gilroy household? Yeah, always uh, Bing Crosby. Oh, yeah. You, the, the bully of crooners, which is why your parents loved him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the album is, but it's just his head. Like, yeah. just cut out his head. It's very Santa hat. Yes, he is. Yeah. And I think it's just truly like a white background and just his head. I think that's um, maybe from White Christmas. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, Which is a song he sang and then a movie he was in that they just made a movie. And that's around the that best song. White Christmas one, too, isn't it? Wait. Yeah. What am I? Is that the one's like, Badoo, Badoo, Bob, Bob? No, that's a different one. No, I think that's it. I'm dreaming <laughs> of a white Badoo, Badoo. Friends, there's an easy Christmas, way to. Uh, Badoo, Badoo. No, I like my oh, way yes. better. Oh, this is it. <laughs> this is Bing, yeah. Ooh, this guy. Oh, this brings right me here. back. There it there is. There it is. is. White yeah. Christmas, Bing Crosby. Yeah. Yes. Have you okay. ever watched White Christmas? Um, Jingle Bells on this album is my favorite because the girls are so cracked out in it. They're like, they're all just like Jingle Bells, <laughs> Jingle Bells. The Andrews sisters. It's just oh, so nuts <laughs> when they get in there. Oh yeah. Wow, Kevin, you're great. You're, you're on it. Try to be, uh, yeah. It's the my, the one thing yeah. I bring to this show. Okay. What else? What else? What were what were some other staples? Uh, Christmas music wise. Alvin and the Chickmunks. Did that get spin? <laughs> the Chickmunks. Yeah, you said um, the Chickmunks. <laughs> Sorry. What a loser. I was thinking about those super hot Chickmunks in the new movies. <laughs> How they're just hubba. packing ass on those Chickmunks. A is for ass. There, there's a pretty great. There's a pretty great article uh, going around about a squirrel with large breasts in Japan. Yeah, that's come really, on. Really funny. They, it's true. They're probably tumors. No, is, does that make you sad now? Are you, you like really into it? No, look here. I haven't. <laughs> yeah, it's oh your background. No, it's not. And there's like flames around her. Change wallpaper. <laughs> Alvin and the Chickmunks. Damn it. <laughs> Striking left and right tonight on the Good Christian Fun You're Podcast. You're doing great. You're doing great. Oh, I like the Chipmunks soundtrack. I don't. You know, what? I'm kind of panicking over here because I I truly think Bing Crosby's the only Christmas album we had. Ever? And listen to. 
ever like i and then you know i got an ipod and so then i would just like make a playlist yeah it was your but own thing that was yeah and then i would play it in the house and whatever but we didn't i think that's like pretty much the only like solid album that we'd listen to mm. i'm gonna say something super old man i think the period in which we listened to music on ipods before streaming was the best period of music ever it was so thrilling because it was the most functional while still being personal caroline's dying I'm sorry. I'm sorry you can't listen to Lauren Daigle's album on an iPod in 2003. I love Daigle. But I even remember... <laughs> oh, like, we should do our segment. <laughs> oh, yeah. I even remember having like an MP3 where you could only have like seven songs on it or nine songs oh, or something. Yeah. So yeah. dumb. And I cherished them. I cherished those songs. You like, had to make choices. It was personal. Yes. No yeah. one could creep in on you and see what you were listening to on the feed and send you screenshots that were super doxy. You know, on Something Spotify. They, no. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. Nothing happened. Um, yeah, I had a, I had the long skinny one. I think it was the shuffle before they made it even smaller. A long skinny yeah, one? I think that was, was a like, nano. Oh, nano. Yeah. yeah. I think someone gave it to me or like it oh, fell yeah, off a truck a somewhere nano. or whatever. I, <laughs> I did hell? not buy it for myself. I <laughs> like remember that. Like the Christmas shoes? Yeah. <laughs> and all I had on there was like <laughs> Nelly Furtado and Rufus Wainwright like over and over. And I was like real moody about it. Yeah, um, but, but I, I also think maybe you're getting confused with the time that there was those iPods is also the time in our lives when music meant more to us than ever before. That's also true. Yeah, I think every person alive thinks the best time in their life was like <laughs> 17 yeah, like, through yes. 22. Yeah, I think yeah. That's, a little, that's a chunk of it too. Yeah, it's a little recency bias or whatever the opposite of recency bias is. I guess that's nostalgia, but yeah. But that that was maybe my favorite Christmas gift I ever got. That was like a gift was like iPod. an ipod oh, yeah. yeah because that really got me to like okay i don't know music at all how do i get music you know and that really yeah. inspired me to look for new stuff because it was like i don't know how to fill to listen 60 to something gigs. yes how do i feel 60 gigs felt incalculable at that time <laughs> oh boy it's like five cds but suffice to say Amy Grant, I believe we had one of her albums. I think it was the third Christmas album. Not though. this one? She has four. Yeah. Wow. This is the second of four. And thus this, far. This one is like the one, right? It's the big boy. Yeah. It, uh, it's number 18 uh, best-selling Christmas albums of all time. That seems Goodness. wrong. It yeah. sold like, three that, million copies. That's crazy. She that's was hot so shit. Crazy. Because she, okay, I've never listened to Amy Grant before this. Neither so did I. I I only know that one song. There, there's a song that she does called the Manuel. It's not from this album. It's from the first Christmas album. Okay, because that song is dope. Have you ever heard it? It's like oh yeah, uh, we listened to it on the yeah, show. Yeah, I don't remember it though. It's the one that's like Amen. Oh my god. Oh yes. <laughs> Kev, you're so fast. It's oh, it's about so to happen. good. Yes. yes. And you'll remember this this album cover is like the kind of stressed out mom on the ski trip. Yes. <laughs> like, guys, we have to get in okay, the car Okay, take a picture now. and then we need to go. Lord of all. <laughs> he is a prince of peace, mighty God, only one. liking that song that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a banger yeah it's a bop but that was the only thing i knew of hers and then this album is actually pretty good but uh also one song on it mm, amy grant's not even singing that like jesu jesu no it's just it well, you're, an instrumental. you're talking about the instrumental well guys i don't know if you know this but she played all the instruments by herself no she didn't yeah listen to this She's doing all uh, no, of that. No, she didn't. She's layering it on top. She's amazing. She's a virtuoso. She's okay, like the Paul McCartney of CCM. Uh, when I heard this, I was like, oh, this sounds like a Michael W. Smith, Smith 
jam right here. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing him on my shirt right now. Michael W. Spiff. (laughs) Spiff on the spliff. Spiff and the chipmunks. (laughs) Michael W. Spliff. (laughs) And a bud to bud forever. That's, that's something. Great. That's, that's something. Good. That, that is, is something. Um, but I, I thought he would have written this song or something because he's really into doing. Well, isn't it? Isn't this things, like? But he, he didn't write anything on it. Isn't either. this like Bach? It's Johann Sebastian. Bach. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't yes. say the full name. Uh, thank you. Bach. No. Okay, but, Bach. Put respect what, on his name. How do we? How does she get to have this on her album? I was, I was thinking about that too, and it's the last song, right? It is the Songs. capper, the closer, the last yes. track. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like for her, it was just. Like her walkout music, like at the it end feels of the like concert. The end credits of the movie. Yeah, that exactly. She just did for us. And probably she just like loves it. I do like this kind of Celtic like yeehaw moment right here. Celtic, I love Celtic yeehaw music. Yeah, it's you like Titanic. Titanic yes. in yes. the bottom of the ship <laughs> when they're spinning around. They're about to bone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get More how you can legally do that. Like, can I just have an album that's like Christmas by Lisa Gilroy and it's just people that aren't me? That makes no sense. Uh, I don't know. She's Amy Grant. I guess. Anyways, so that was the only <laughs> the track idea, I had an issue with. I do like the idea that the, a track that doesn't feature the singer at all is like a violation. It, it seems like it should, her name is on the cover of the... Yeah, it's true. It's true. I guess I've never thought of it that way. Did she, but did it she have a sense. writing credit on that song at no, all? No, I looked. She no. has nothing. Interesting. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if she did. It was co-written by Bach and Amy Grant. <laughs> you know what? Knowing Amy, I bet it was like it's like a friend who was going through a hard time, and she's like, "Listen, you're gonna get some royalties now, and you guys have a nice Christmas." <laughs> hey, Bach Estate, this one's for you. <laughs> yeah. It's Bach like what Estate. it's like what they do with Beyonce albums now, where there's like twelve credited writers on every song, and then yeah. and Beyonce is one of them. Yeah, exactly. She probably just did like a hey. Oh, I like that. Weirdly, songwriting credits now are more complicated and longer because everyone's trying to make up for the sins of before where like bands would write songs together and like a guy would do a bass part and it's like the signature bass part of the song, but then would get no credit, no songwriting royalties, would get screwed forever. Um, like, you know, like the Wrecking Crew and the and the Motown, the stack stuff. So now that's why there's like 15 writers on every pop song. make sure everyone gets song. their slice of the pie. Yeah. I've Good never noticed them. that. I would never look at who wrote a song ever. They, you wouldn't look at it, I but they would look at their checks in the mail. Uh, <laughs> it's more about that than No, but I mean, else. like, I'm surprised that you are looking at all the people who are credited on songs. Well, oh, like a maniac. Yeah, just you knew every Kevin, night. you would not be surprised. <laughs> Actually, I, I like that about you, and I feel like I check song credits credits more now, because I'm thinking about that. of like, oh, I wonder how many people got involved in this, and like, who's... Yeah, it does. The so- songs like movies, they tell two stories. There's the story of the song, and then there's the story of the making of the song. What's that ring it. you have in your hand? Oh, this is a is promise ring. Headphone? <laughs> <laughs> it's huge, and it's a promise to die a virgin <laughs> loser. Like a gi- did a giant die and give that to you? <laughs> 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 napkin ring. Oh, uh, I fell off your headphone. You know, it's a it's a ring that goes on the top of the, uh, these microphones, but there's just an extra one. In the bag, as I am very extra. Enjoy it while you can. Have, <laughs> have yourself a merry little Christmas. So, Emmanuel, in contrast with the rest of this album, I feel like that's a good kind of case study. First album's a little more rock and roll. There's some traditionalist stuff on there. But this album is mostly like adult contemporary right. life. Yes, classic. Mom yes. proof yes, all the mom. way. Which again is not a dig. Although my Moms favorite one on the album is Emmanuel again. It's the Emmanuel what's it called? Emmanuel God with us? Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. 
It's a bit of a banger. Listen to this. Like, beat is very saucy. There's a lot of, like, drums and stuff. Yeah. And, like, maracas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is Amy Grant the original Celtic woman, you guys? <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, so I think there's only, like, three original songs on the on the album. I like when people put the originals in there. Oh, also, the, I have a huge issue with these lyrics. Because later she goes, like... We breathe the it's the next verse where she goes like, uh, China dolls, candy corn. What? And you're like, what? Have you ever had a Christmas before? <laughs> Maybe she was hanging out with the Lance Morissette. Hang on. Oh, I did not catch this. Okay. Evergreen, there's pine sure, trees. Sure, that's very Christmassy. Christmas is red and green. Little kids. Oh, listen to this too. The old ones make up stories of how That's your grandfather torturing you <laughs> with Vietnam stories. Here it comes. This is it. China candy mm-hmm. Also wooden. What the hell? You know, some singers they put a little accent <laughs> yeah, when they it's a coral value. It's like a little vowels. Co- coral vowels. Coral vowels. Coral vowels. China dolls and candy corn. That's what Amy, Amy Grant what thinks is, is going Christmas. on. Jack o' lanterns, <laughs> eggy hunts, pizza pretzels too, <laughs> hearts cards, banana bread, four leaf clover, <laughs> banana bread. There's nothing to Gravy. do with it. She's like, you know, Christmas traditions. <laughs> Anyways, Emmanuel. Great children. Out. Okay, so the the big uh, the big original song, the aforementioned "Breath of Heaven." I hate the song. You hate it? It's too spooky. I like how spooky. It I is. can't stand it. Hey, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm if the Holy Spirit feeling. impregnated you, you'd be spooked. Yeah, that's I too promise spooky. I don't you like that. To think about that. Holy. <laughs> I skipped this as soon as I heard this like diddly piano. I skipped it. I don't think I've ever listened to the full song because I don't like a Christmas song to be spooky. All right, saddle up. Get ready to get sad. I love it. It tells it from her perspective. From Mary's perspective. Yeah. So there's a line in here even. There's a line in here that I really appreciated. (laughs) Sorry, I'm looking at my Bart's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Do you wonder as you watch my face if a wiser one should have had my place? But Mm. I offer all I am for the mercy of your plan. Help me strong. Help me be. Help me. I'm a virgin loser. (laughs) Help me. I'm a virgin loser. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, but just that idea of like, oh, do you wish I was someone else? Almost like the insecurity of being in a relationship of like, am I good enough for right. you? Never but, felt that way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess I never thought about that. But still, like, throw some jingle bells on there and make it an upbeat song. It is surprising, yeah, that this became like one of her signature songs. It is. Way. And it's supposed to be a Christmas song, yeah. And a signature standard Christmas. Listen, okay. And I, I sing this in choir. Yeah. Oh yeah, really? It's yeah. all over. It is it was, like a new. But wait, slow. Christian school choir? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so like this, there was a lot lined up. Yeah. People don't know about this song. I feel it's not like a um, Christmas hit. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. Think so. I, yeah. I can't tell. I think it's a Christian Christmas hit for the most part. I can't tell. Um, I, I did, literally can't. Tell. In my research, find out a couple things that made me warm up to this song just okay. a little bit. Okay. So another guy wrote it. She originally. wrote it in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Took a long um, time. And. Uh, 
she heard it. She wanted it for her album. So she mm-hmm. asked him and he was like, okay. And she's like, I actually really want to change some of the lyrics and make them a little bit more personal. And he was like, well, I don't know about that. And then she convinced him. And uh, he said, just for this version, I'll let you put a different lyric on there. And she said, well, you couldn't possibly have written the lyric I'm thinking of because I'm going to write it from a woman's perspective. Hey. And she was pregnant at the time. Oh, wow. That's... That she was singing this and writing it, which yeah. made it that much more meaningful she to me. She had a huge load okay. she was there. <laughs> That's what okay. you call it when you have to go number two. <laughs> I'm pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Um, but she, so that made it like a little bit more touching to okay. me. Like she was pregnant. She was really feeling, maybe she was feeling very close to Mary at this time in her life mm-hmm. and decided to write a real drip of a song. Wow. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit I don't bit think better. it's a drip. I like it. And you she know, said a lot of people <laughs> relate to it. And then um, sometimes when she sings it in concert, she can't get through it because of the collective pain she can feel in the okay, crowd. Okay, let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> because Amy, speaking of collective pain. Uh-oh. Grown up, grown up Christmas List, mm-hmm. that song. But oh. it, I mean, she, is this not the most smug song you've ever heard? It almost seems like a diss track. To like Christina and Britney and every woman who's ever and Mariah, anyone who's oh, ever sung about how they want fun Christmas songs. This is 1992. They weren't around for her to diss yet. Okay, but do you know what I mean? It seems like she's flying in the face of every woman who's ever asked Santa for a boyfriend. <laughs> she's like, oh, excuse me, Santa, I have a grown-up Christmas list, sorry, and it's for world kind of peace. Like an important one. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I didn't take it as a shot across the bow to women at all. Oh no, I mean I don't mean that literally, but it just the song seems so like if this girl was at the party, you'd be like, okay, we get it, Amy. You want world peace for Christmas yeah actually, it's like I someone yeah or you're like what do you want for your birthday and they'd be like oh can you actually donate, donate to a charity to shelter yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> out of here. I, I see it more as a story of a troubled woman who one thinks Santa is <laughs> real and right. two thinks Santa can do everything that she's asking of him <laughs> right has the power to heal the world as she describes Wow, try giving that power to Jesus for once Amy hey Damn, Amy. wow the music video for this uh song is a gym it is her kind of fumbling around a, a really nice house that cuts to shots of children holding holding candles the children look very scary it's a very <laughs> scary music video they stare at the camera some of them are smiling and they're very cute but there's more than a handful of children yeah that kind of look like caroline's looking right now they're Show just me like Oh, nervous. Very yeah, nervous. That look like they're about to burn that bitch to the ground. That's Yikes. what it looks like. So, yeah. Highly recommend people Amy's, check out the uh, Amy's the music, music video. videos are always a trip. Yeah, it's like It's dream. a very, like, Miss America pageant sounding kind of song. Oh, yes, it is. You know, and so there's, yeah. like, there's, like, a sweet sentiment here. It's no more lives torn apart, no more wars. Heal our hearts that everyone would have a friend. And right would always win. <laughs> And love would never end. Wait, that the right would always win? Uh, oh, yeah, she no. says, and that the right is capitalized and it's in red. There's a donkey <laughs> next to it. <laughs> a donkey, which is confusing because the, that's the yeah. democratic yeah. symbol. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Amy's not the smartest. Well, Mary came in on a donkey. <laughs> oh, that's what she was thinking. Amy, we saw your lyrics, your handwritten lyrics, a lot of confusing mixed metaphors in there. Some of the words are oh. just pictures. Um <laughs> I guess that's something for y'all to think about. A little Pictionary <laughs> Telephone with Amy Grant. What was your favorite of the classic, the standard Christmas songs on the album? I like um, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Sure. It's a very classic. It's a classic. Day. Although it's a bit confusing because I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. Sure. Okay. Counting on you. Ready for you to come home. I'll be home for Christmas. 
if only in my dreams. But wait, are you coming home for Christmas Master or are you not? Masterful twist ending. That's an occurrence of Owl Creek Bridge in a Christmas song, where it's just like, Ed, JK, I may not get there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It I was mean, there's written in World War II, and I think it was supposed to be like soldiers oh, dreaming about Christmas. Caroline, you're making, you're really turning me around on every song Yeah, you're here. like kind of mean. <laughs> and did you know it was written in five minutes by a soldier? <laughs> oh, that's actually really sad. I didn't know it was a war thing. Yeah, and that's why it's like, I'll be home and it's describing all the like wonderful things oh, no. that's gonna be actually if you it makes sense that Lisa chance, doesn't respect the troops yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes total sense you hate the troops huh? <laughs> um, if you watch Bing Crosby's White Christmas he's like from the war and that's when he first sings it which is kind of funny because he's supposed to be like a young soldier but he's definitely like 45 Oh, really? Like singing for his, to watch for his it. gang. And I thought this was a little far, but when Amy Grant put out the music video where she was dressed up as a soldier and there was like bombs <laughs> going off in slow motion behind her, I thought it was oh, in no. poor taste. She's Stop snipering it. like a <laughs> bunch of people. American sniper, colon Amy Grant. <laughs> oh, boy. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Least favorite. Really? Least favorite, but it is so dinky. Well, you mean her version or the song in general? Her version, uh, her version's fine. I like the the little vocal inflections, the dum 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 ah. But like just as a song, oh. is my least favorite of these um, Christmas songs. Well, I also feel like after was it Brenda Lee that did it before? Or it's like that's like the Home Alone version. Mm-hmm. It's like if someone does it that good, just don't bother. Yeah, it's like all I want yeah. for Christmas is you. You can't redo that. Yeah, I feel don't. a lot about a lot of Christmas music. It's like. This wasn't necessary. That's how yeah. I feel about I didn't art. Need your take on it. I think we should stop making art. <laughs> yeah, in that's 2019. true. Twenty <laughs> uh, Do you want to hear my favorite lyric? Yes. And you're gonna need to play the night before Christmas. And if you can get to the uh, like the third stanza, is it you don't have to be an angel to sing harmony? Hey, did somebody say my name is me, Michael W. Split? Michael W. Split. Wow, we have a new character for our Thanks SNL for audition. Thanks for knowing where I was going, Lisa. Pay attention. Oh my God! I'll lift you up and blaze with you. I was like, all right. Mystery. That's so good. It's I've a Carly blazed. Simon song. Oh, I saw that on the. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. Wow. My but, mom loved Carly Simon, so I lived listened to a lot of her. I think also it's funny that she says you don't have to be an angel to sing harmony because it's like, Amy, yeah. no one thought that you did. <laughs> like I feel like she, someone was listening to her singing, she was like, you guys don't worry. I mean, you don't have to be an angel to do what I'm doing. Well, no, I'm subconscious. I'm not an angel. Great. <laughs> I know I'm an angel. But. Uh, so I did. I did a, uh, as I try to do with a lot of these Amy albums. I did do a deep dive on YouTube uh, of covers for them. I sent a couple to Caroline before I realized the limits of her patience for me. And then I started singing <laughs> them all to Ross them. Kimball. Oh. Yeah, but the thing is, you were asleep. Maybe if you were awake, it'd be different. <laughs> yeah. But waking up to seven texts from me is uh, has been described as stressful. Uh, but I sent a bunch to Ross. Some of them include Kelly Clarkson. Does a pretty badass cover. Cover of, of what? Of our hope. Wait, oh. Many more. Oh, a live version. Yeah, that's from 2016. So she was singing on that tour. Nice. And there, there, yeah, there's some big names. There was a there's a worship band in Brooklyn called the G Sus Band. 
which is like the G suspended chord, but it's really good. It was a really good cover. But here's where it gets good, guys. It's like once you get past that initial barrier of like celebrities and like, you know, the the stuff with like five figure view counts, once you get in those couple hundred or even the two digits on the view counts, that's where stuff gets pretty good. Two digits. Yeah, baby. I'm talking about uh <clears throat> Oh my god, what <laughs> what is happening? Um what are, do you need to tell the listeners what's happening? This is, uh, we're watching a mime performance at a. But also, it's one mime. guy's dressed a as a mime church. and the other one's just dressed as a normal right. person. So one's kind of isolated from the other, you know, the way Joseph must have felt. This is insane. Isolated oh, from no, me. I hate oh, this. This is together. at a church for sure. Right? Wait, yeah. one is a woman. <gasps> right. Oh, okay. no. This oh is God. great. So my outfit. Oh no, I hate this. I hate this. There's one. Oh, there's do a. It. Wait, don't let it stop. <laughs> they do a really realistic mime of when she delivers the baby. For real? Yeah, like, and they they really mime the all the stuff that comes out really well. So this is like a worship, like interpretive <laughs> worship. Oh no, I hate. I actually this hate this. This makes me. This is what makes me what sad. This is when I think about my walls? like twelve-year-old self, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I chose to believe in this, <laughs> but I'm still going to church actively every Sunday in spite They're of things like this. So into it. <laughs> well, and this is when I think I'm no less, but no more talented than these people, <laughs> and the art that I make is no better or no worse than the art that these people make. Right. It's not. Sign language, like that she's doing. Yeah. It's like interpretive dance, basically. Oh. It does. Mime it does look vaguely. I would. I think there's some sign language in there. I would think like one out of right? every ten words is being hit. Oh. Human video genre of Christian performances at churches. It's a sweet yeah. meeting of mime, the art of mime, the art of dance, and the art of the lip sync battle, all it's, in one. It's tough watching this because it's so bright on stage it's so it's bright completely on completely lit and yeah, we don't like, know how many people are there if any people <laughs> are there no one because there's yeah but there's like a lot of equipment on stage i mean i'm yeah. the most upset by there's the one man in full mime red suspenders black and white striped shirt painted face hat slacks everything and then this yeah. girl's just wearing jeans and a t-shirt maybe this that's so traditional mime gender <laughs> i bet roles. he like yeah i bet he like didn't tell her <laughs> just showed up that's, that's it, it just is it's a big and they're playing just wow difference. Kevin thank you that was a good find yeah, yeah there's a yeah the Atlantic concert the Atlanta concert ringers I would recommend too that's a band of women who play bells Ooh, doing yeah, it Breath cool. of Heaven very good I like bells but I won't spend any time playing that um, any other songs we want to have there was about? one that had a big instrumental flourish on it Joy to the World oh yeah I this really is very like this cinematic one. me yeah. too this one's fun it makes me feel like I'm in a movie when I'm listening to it. Come round, children. I have something yeah. to say. Yeah. The mayor of town has c- declared Christmas <laughs> year long. Christmas year long? Hey. Hey. Christmas Show some respect long. to your mayor. Boo, you're dumb. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor puts on his promise ring. Hey, if you're listening, you have a promise ring. Take it off and send it to us. <laughs> 
Yeah, but hey, do you find this to be disrespectful because it's instrumental and she's not in it? She's yet? in it in after but she's like in a minute it later. Yeah, so oh, she's still in I, it. Actually, I find it disrespectful <laughs> because <laughs> because there's like a really good choir on this, and then Amy Grant is just singing like Amy Grant on top of them. Yeah. And with all of this instrumental and everything, I was like, this is way too poppy for this situation. You're oh. tarnishing the, the It's a genre clash. Yeah, I and didn't Caroline is that. nothing if not traditionalist when it comes to these arrangements. I like arrangements. everything in a box. You like things segregated? Is that how you'd describe it? <laughs> Separate but equal. Oh, God. <laughs> God. But Caroline, you're like an actual choir angel. I am a right? choir angel. Yeah, I think that's why. So that's why you... Because I did not notice well, that. I did choir. Well, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, speaking of Amy's voice, I'm not going to play them, but I did watch some more recent videos of her performing a lot of these songs. Oh, Because okay. she does that tour with Michael W. Smith every year. Yeah. Oh, they, they are truly two friends. They are two, they are two best friends. buds. Yeah. They, yeah. So, um, I will say, her voice so has deteriorated oh no over time how old is she now she's like probably 50 from all the smoking. Seven. <laughs> she smoke no i don't think so. oh no she she's not a smoker but she's smoking <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah it's like and when she sings songs like even breath of heaven as long ago even as like 2010 it looks like kind of a struggle oh, really? when she does it modern era now given the opportunity would i go see her in a heartbeat and probably cry when she can't sure yeah but like viewing it from a distance on YouTube, it's like, uh oh. Yeah. The years have not been voice wise, the years have not been oh, But also don't you think maybe we're like so accustomed to hearing people lip sync all the time that when someone sings live it just always sounds bad? Well, I thought rougher. that, but then I saw a side by side with her and Sandy Patty and Sandy mopped the friggin' floor uh, with her. Who's Sandy Patty? Sandy <laughs> sounds like a SpongeBob <laughs> character. She, she is. Like she is. Character. She was adapted from SpongeBob <laughs> into a real life lady. She she was like a contemporary, and Sandy Patty is way more like operatic. Like Wait classic. a minute, what is going on? She has two ladies' first names as a name. Yeah. Sandy Patty is Patty her last name. Pick a lane. Patty is her last name. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm, like, I'm just not realizing I had the same thoughts as you are, but I didn't feel cool enough to talk about it because I didn't know who Sandy Patty was and Kevin was like Sandy Patty oh just now you mean moments ago I sound like, no, like, way, I sound way like back. Danny uh. Zuko <laughs> good grief Hello. I first heard Sandy about her Patty. I hadn't heard Patty. about her until this show yeah oh man well let's get to our final judgments about oh. Christmas at <laughs> home the way this works Lisa is we're gonna give it a holy roast or a holy toast in the form of a thumbs up or a thumbs down holy toast we send Amy and all her little Christmas angels all the way to heaven Holy roast. She's going to go roast over an open fire in hell. Or if we don't want to be so extreme, we can put her in... The space between... <laughs> like purgatory. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, so we start with to Caroline. Us, a child is given. Um, I'm going to give this a holy toast. Uh, it's a good, it's like a very nice, round, well-rounded Christmas album. If you're looking for that vibe, I probably wouldn't play it again in my home, but it was nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the secret subtitle of this podcast is not for me. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. Um, it, yeah, that would, that would be me. Take it away. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to give it the space between Ooh. because, uh, Emmanuel God with us and joy to the world are really the only, in my opinion, the only two like 
good tracks on it mm. and they're they're really good like i will dip back into this to listen to those but don't play that whole album on i can't stand the scary mary song <laughs> scary mary you know if you say mother mary in the mirror three times a ghostly woman comes hold up pregnant she toured woman. with sandy patty <laughs> i mean maybe the spirituality of that song hasn't hit me yet scary mary and sandy too- patty double <laughs> yeah. bill it's too spooky for me for now sure and then could that combined with the instrumental track that amy had nothing to do with it was downright plagiarism uh, thank you <laughs> i'll have to put it in the space between the space between from lisa i will say a holy toast i think a light holy toast for me given my <laughs> expectations for the album you had high expectations i had higher i think tennessee christmas is like miles better Mm. It's way more my flavor yeah. than this stuff is because there's nothing remarkable about it. Even though I, I do love Breath of Heaven, but yeah, grown up Christmas lifts just yeah doesn't really do and it. And then the the hits like Rocking Around the Christmas Tree and the other ones that have already been done better by other people. Yeah, it wasn't like a special spice about them. Yeah, and if you you got to justify the cover if you're just doing it, because to me this feels like an app you put out when you're like 57 and completely out of right. ideas. Right. But this yes. outsold. Uh, Heart in Motion, mm-hmm. her big album where like she came onto the scene in yeah. a big way. This was the wow. wave. Yeah, you've I heard the blue wave. This is the this is the Amy wave. People were dumb. People were dumb in 1992 Dumber. for buying this. Yeah, can you imagine three million people buying anything ever again? <laughs> I sure can. I guess video games people do iPhones. That. I mm, trenchant mm. commentary <laughs> or little sadness boxes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's it. Uh, you can give it a holy roast or holy toast or a space between. Go to at Christian Fun Pod. Get out there and Pokemon. Go to the polls <laughs> and just chill. Just on chilling. <laughs> we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. China dolls, candy Bunny <laughs> hunt, <laughs> little elf, <laughs> leprechauns, <Apricots. laughs> grasshoppers, <laughs> all the Christmas and joy. Here comes Christmas for me. <laughs> there's, hey y'all, here there's comes another Christmas song we me. were listening to just the other day where she like does a little talking break in the middle of the song here and there. No, no, okay, I, I have to play it. Now. Okay, play it. Okay, yeah, Amy, and she says, "Hey y'all, here comes Christmas <laughs> for me." Yes, which the here, grammar says, of that is so insane. Here. <laughs> Here comes Christmas for me. Okay, it's the cover of the Alvin and the Chickmunk song. It's during a long spoken word interlude, too. Oh my God. She's like talking about her her girls. I gave the kids potholder kids. This is is her This American Life story. This is her big story. It was a disaster. What? She has a smoky voice. Yeah. Yeah. 
But before Christmas Day was up, guess who was making potholes? Yes. Bitches. Everybody in the whole family. <laughs> and you can't even wrap this under the tree, but here comes Christmas for me. <laughs> Just getting to hear my girls. Oh my and you God. can't even wrap this under the tree. <laughs> But here comes oh, Christmas Alvin for me. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah, but this part's great. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to good Christian fun, good Christmas fun. Yeah. Off mic, we were talking about the the virtues of gift giving for the holiday season yes. and whether or not we do it. Uh, I might do it for a handful of people this year. Okay, if I remember. Wow. You don't do gifts with your family, though, right? Like you don't. No. You guys don't do. You guys gave that up. The gift we give each other is not doing that. Oh, because okay. only one of us is good at reacting to it. Who? We all hate my sister-in-law. Everyone else oh, in so the she's family. She's not even blood. That's why she can do it. Yeah, no, that's mm. why. Because we didn't pass down our crappy genes. <laughs> we just gave her wow, so some you, crappy genes. You you never like the gifts that you get, and you're. You find it hard to act like you do? Ten years ago I did, but at this point when we're all like in our thirties basically and right. married and with like what are you gonna do? Right. What are you gonna do? I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna send a list to my mom. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Did you do that? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline made a list, she's checking in twice. We got another list on this show. And it's the list of the worst Christian Christmas song of all time. The worst Christian Christmas song of all time. We're going to listen to two songs, and it's a theme this year. It is The Battle of the Babies. The Battle of the Babies. (laughs) We're going to listen to them. Lisa, the way it works is we'll just pick, we'll vote on which one we think is the worst song out of the two. Oh, I'm so excited. The first... This is when you get to, you're fully unleashed. Have like, you heard go these, Caroline? No, I haven't. Kevin preps them. Did you, did you feel like you were leashed before? Because you've felt, been unleashed from day one. These guys literally have me shackled to a wall right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, Mary style. Okay, this is by Jason Gray. The first song is by Jason Gray. It's called Baby King. Oh, Baby King. Baby King. Well, I thought these were going to be songs by babies. I was way more excited. <laughs> Ooh, I'm loving this already. This is is modern. Yeah, try to get me to tell you that I don't like this song. It's never going to (laughs) happen. Come now, you don't have to fear anymore. Hell yeah, I'm into this. There's never been. Oh my god, whatever the other song is, it's worse than this (gasps) one. This is the best song I've ever heard. Whatever commercial this song is laying over, I'm buying the product. It's not easy to let down your guard. That it might take a baby to open your heart. A baby. And tenderly pull your defenses. Take a baby. It might take a baby to open your heart. (laughs) Open your badge. (laughs) I mean, that's true. It might take a baby to open your bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm obsessed with the song. I really like. I, You're obsessed. I love it. <laughs> I'm, this is the. Don't be afraid. Came as a baby. I will this. Oh my god. Baby kingdom and. Oh my god, I love this song. I I think like I actually just found a new favorite Christmas song. <laughs> it's fun. 
Sounds like a dark power. <laughs> Show us the next one, Kev. Well, we gotta listen a little bit more. It's perfect. We already it's know it's perfect. 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 We're perfect. done. It's over. <laughs> Who is this by? Jason Gray. He deserves an Academy Award. <laughs> an Academy Award for this Christian Christmas song. Let's get it in a movie. And the oh. Academy Award for best Christian Christmas song. <laughs> wow. Small and it, this is beautiful in meekness. Mm. It's sweet because you know when I was a younger person and before I believed stuff like this, I would make fun of the song a lot. But now, as like an adult person, I'm like, that's actually incredible. Mm. Like you know, now Christmas actually means something to me where it didn't before. Oh, yeah. like, interesting. If God is a baby, like man, imagine being God and then just deciding to be a baby. That's yeah. like so the most vulnerable thing ever. It, it I'm, is. This is my. This is how you guys feel about the Spooky Mary song that I feel about this song. And I will convince you that it's beautiful it's like, and perfect. Wow, it's like means a lot. Um, I think uh, I think the beginning, it personifies a baby a little bit too much where like this baby is doing a lot of things and I don't like that visual. It's like a baby's opening your heart and pulling your defenses apart. But this baby's eviscerating this you. Baby's this baby's destroying you from the inside out. <laughs> um, but I, I, it's, I like the thrust of it. It's a fun song. Yeah. You like the thrust of this baby. Power comes Kevin. swaddled in meekness. I mean, if that's not a back tattoo, I don't know what oh, is. Uh, swaddled. <laughs> you put swaddled on your body. Mine would be power comes swaddled in fleekness. Oh, oh my God. All right, guys. All right, the second song is You'll Believe God is a Baby by Ariana Grande. <laughs> oh, I wish. I was it's not. It's not. God it's is not. a baby. The second song. Give me my diaper. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, I took that too long. Keep going. No, do the second verse. <laughs> second verse. Get at the bridge. Okay. Oh, boy. Give me my num nums. <laughs> Oh, I, whatever oh, kind of baby wow. this is, I'm worried about it. <laughs> Give me I my num nums. <laughs> this is this baby. This is this, this baby, baby by our old friend, Dad Sheeran himself, Stephen Curtis Chapman. I hate it. <gasps> your takes are so hot, so quick. They are. They're, yeah. I Just give him a chance. You're more like okay, a vibe sorry. person. Who wouldn't trust lyric. this man? <laughs> What's he doing? Hey, welcome to Hobbiton. <laughs> oh God! Like I'm showing them the. Mead? I'm showing them the picture. He, of I mean, the my album eyes cover. aren't great, but he looks like Willem Dafoe from here. Oh whoa! William Dafoe. Okay, I got some lyrics for this. Okay. Ooh. Hey, this like baby's a little more chill out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he cried. When he was hungry. Uh oh, I love it. <laughs> he did all the things he did. He shat did. himself <laughs> and swiped the poo. Oh, my God. oh no, this he is wiggled, oh. wiggled. He took his first step and the tears when he got his first teeth. Oh my God. Everything about this little baby seemed as natural as it could be. <laughs> Wait, do not all babies make the angels sing? No, some, some are real snoozers. 
I guess it's like he commanded angels. Oh, he made the yeah. he forced the angels. Right. He's the boss. You might call him a uh, boss, baby. Actually, oh dear Lord. <laughs> is that what that movie's about? <laughs> and then twist. This baby was Jesus. Oh, this baby grew into a young boy. Mm. Oh, Here we go. Wow. This. Oh, we got lyrics. Boy. I'm jerking. <laughs> oh, come on. He grew taller and some things started changing. his complexion and the sound of his voice. I mean, Wait, I don't want to think about it. What are they talking about? And he had a really good. nice bush. <laughs> 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 Bush baby. Oh my god. You Ew, you said it! <laughs> no, I'm grossed out by this song. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, then it gets real serious. This boy became a man. Love made him laugh. Death made him cry. With the life that he lived and the death that he died. He showed us heaven with his hands and his heart. This man was God's own son. This is a little bit Jesse's girl right here. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I, I could be God's baby. Son. God's <laughs> Jesus son. <laughs> All right, this baby. Battle of the Babies. This baby by Stephen Chris okay, Chapman. This song, I mean, this is why. <laughs> Ricky Bobby goes on about baby Jesus right. and Talladega Nights. Like, right. Why are we so obsessed with being a baby? It's <laughs> is so this weird. a Christmas song? It was on his Christmas album. I guess Christmas uh, is about okay. baby Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I get it. For he sure. He said his complexion changed and his voice. <laughs> that's <laughs> not low. cool. Like, that, what does that mean? He got acne? I don't want to think about that. I think that's yeah. great. I, I think that's think. great. Too much detail on this love one, it. I think. I, I love it because. Jesus got into punk for a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> He locked himself in his room and said, F you, mom. Like, it, it feels... It's, this song came out in 1995. The other, the previous song, Baby King, was like 2012. Baby so it's very King. different. Yes, different, <laughs> different vibes. Very different. This is a sure. solo... Oh, uh, is this a solo? No, it's William... The, the co-writer... There's Stephen Curse Chapman. <laughs> the co-writer is William C. Dix. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Willie C. Dix. Oh Willie C. Dix gosh. or Woni? Yeah. William. Oh my gosh. William Chatterton Dix. You see a lot of Dix. Will C. Dix. Will wow. C. Yes. Dix. Guys, this is God's little gift to us, right? <laughs> God's little baby wait, gift to us. Wait, but he died in 1898. How's this a co-write? Oh, this must be like a traditional song that Stephen Curtis Slapman must oh, yeah. have rewritten a little bit. <laughs> hey, it's better than the song, the alternate song I had prepared. I'm getting nothing for Christmas by Reliant K. <laughs> Shut up. Is this about a baby? <laughs> no, no. That's oh. why I didn't play it. Oh, well. that, was, that was just a little something for Caroline. So something she could, that makes babies. She could, she could break out her classic catchphrase. <laughs> Did you not? Oh, boy. Battle of the Babies. Sorry, this baby. Tough for you to sit through. <laughs> this baby by Stephen Chris Chapman. Um, which Lisa said, quote, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I agree. Baby that King one's so much by worse. Jason baby King Gray. is a rock, is a slap and bop. <laughs> and this baby, baby is, is like weird. Bop. 
No, this baby's because we don't remember the humanity of Jesus enough. If he was fully God, fully man, I'm just watching. Car- <laughs> I'm actually usually Caroline would for real glaze her eyes over, but I think she's trying to be polite, so she's holding herself <laughs> back from doing it. Like, oh, she got blood stuff coming out of her nose, and yeah. <laughs> but no, we forget that we discount the humanity of of Jesus. He probably farted with the disciples. He took dumps. He had weird skin and weird yeah. complexion. That's an interesting part I of think Jesus. That is. And I think I'd like to see that in like a skit or a story, but in a song. Right. Um, yeah, it, it feels right for ridicule. And like, this is an embarrassment. You're saying our God is to be ridiculed, Caroline? <laughs> Stephen Curtis for Chapman. Shame. For sure. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit too much. Too yeah. many description words. Yeah. Baby, King, Baby King by Jason Gray. Baby King. This is... This Jason is Gray. bargain bin Coldplay. Those vocal yeah, hooks at the the, at the beginning. The, it's fun. Yeah, like if you... Hey, remember... What the hell was it? The Viva La Vida? Remember 10 years ago? What if we did that again? Like there's a lot of Viva La Vida there. You think right here? I think so. I feel like this sounds like a Christian song already. You know, like the, yeah. these first opening bars. It sounds like a Christian song because I would argue Christian music sounds like Coldplay uh, now. I'd make the argument, but you know, if it speaks right. to you, great. I'm voting for this baby. I want to see weird, pube growing, breaking out in the face of Jesus, teenager. And I want to see Stephen Curtis <laughs> Chapman singing about him, Jesus. wrestling with his dad. <laughs> Jesus wrestling who, with his dad. Jesus yeah. who can't talk to girls without breaking out in yeah. sweats. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How you vote? Um, I I already said I think baby this King. baby, this baby is bad. Baby King is good. Lisa? Uh, wait, the song we're listening to right now is, is my favorite. Is Baby King. Yeah, Baby King for the win. Yeah, the best. Yeah, and what's the, the other one? Christian Very real is. descriptive baby is the bad song. <laughs> you know what? I, I think we should make this, because con- we've done best Christian song, worst Christian song. Let's make the contest malleable to whatever the songs are speaking to us. We're voting for the best Christian song. So I'm saying this baby. You guys are saying Baby King. Yeah. Wait, you are really saying? Oh, this so baby? you're saying like as a Christian? Yes. That- are you just being contrarian right no. now? Okay, because because this stuff bugs me in the way that, like the imperfect sincerity of Stephen Curtis Chapman uh, doesn't. Okay, but Caroline's fully jerking off now as a response to literally <laughs> every other thing I'm saying. Yeah, there you go. Hey, just like this baby. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, Whereas okay. this feels like this feels like assembly line. I Stephen see. Curtis Chapman stuff sounds like. It's auth- even if it's right. weird. So it's Stephen authentic. is like trying to say something about the Lord, and this guy's trying to like sell an album. Yeah, which there's nothing wrong with that. We're we're all trying to sell our albums mm-hmm. in our own ways. Mm-hmm. What? But how can you say that? Because how can how, you say how that? You, because how can first you of all, it's so hard. No, first of all, <laughs> whoa. They were very different times. They were very. They are very very different times. times. I so think. How do you know that? I think like you have a little bit of a recency bias because using that term all the time. Kevin, think about it this way. You know, Stephen. What's his name? Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yes. Mm-hmm. The names of these people. You gotta, Why? You got it right. Um, he could have been writing that to sell records at the time. That could have been the most like stock. It probably sounds like I song think, ever. Like I think that's probably right. Yeah. I think that's probably right. So you just love the nineties. You You're just, just like don't a like Christian Coldplay. hipster. <laughs> I like Coldplay fine. It's great if uh, you don't care about oh God, trying to have taste. Oh my God. <laughs> if you don't care about trying to have taste. Oh my it's like, God. You, get out like, of here. you know what? Trying to get into music <laughs> is too much work. I'll just do Coldplay. I'll just do whatever they put out. No, they have good songs. We love them. Shouts out Chris Martin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm outvoted anyway. 
Baby King, Burger King. You're the best Christian Christmas song <laughs> of all time. <laughs> oh, boy. A what great. a fun charge. That's the most charged it's been in a while. Yeah, I know. I got heated. I'm sorry for yelling at you. Usually a line. No, it's okay. I think I probably set a weird tone because I jumped in right away with my hot takes. <laughs> no, I'm, I didn't know we were supposed did. to like, let it breathe. I and want I was you like, to Kevin, feel comfortable. Change the song. No, we should be more decisive. <laughs> I, I, I strive to have as much uh, clarity as you do in this respect. Yeah. Uh, but now let's let's bring it down a little bit. Let's take it to a different space. Let's take ourselves to Christmas Eve service in a church. We're all lighting our little candles. They're playing Oh Holy Night. The wax is coming down your little fingies. Um, I just opened my eyes and Lisa and all her friends were laughing at us. Yeah. <laughs> and they're it's making J-O <laughs> motions at you. Lisa, the way this works is we don't plug ourselves or our projects or what we're enjoying in secular culture. We lift them up okay. to the Lord. Exactly. And we start with Caroline. Um, you can lift me up at Caroline's Farts online. And uh, there's, <laughs> I would like to uh, lift up a show I started watching this week on Amazon Prime called Forever with Maya oh, Rudolph yes. and Fred Armisen. It's so good. It's very good. It's really uh, funny. Like I was, I was cackling and having a good time. Great show, a lot of twists, good fun story. I would I'd recommend it. Is Catherine Keener your spirit animal? Gosh, if I could be even just a little bit like Catherine Keener. You look Keener, like her. I would thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> That's why I thought you liked her. But you think I only <laughs> like people because they look like me? <laughs> oh wow, she is great. She is That's a why talent. The Rihanna thing never I got Okay. <laughs> but Catherine no, Keener's a babe. Um yeah, she is a babe. I really like her. And so it's just nice to see her in a show too. She's great. Mm- me, I mean her. In the I mean show. me. I love being in the show. Wait. <laughs> All right, we turn to Lisa. Um, I just want to lift up. Yeah. Big Mouth on Netflix. Big Mouth. I'm really enjoying that. Yeah. I'm all good. done. Good for the youth. Started over at the beginning again. Wow. Did it bring back memories of your own adolescence? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't have one. Skipped it. I've always been a woman. You went from elementary <laughs> school to this. I'm a bit of a baby king. You didn't. <laughs> not of this baby. Definitely a baby king. Baby <laughs> Go king. off, baby king, right? <laughs> no, I mean, Big Mouth, I mean, it can be a little bit creepy sometimes because it's almost like these adult characters are encouraging these children to do things like masturbate and stuff, but mm. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. So, got, you, so I hear you. I hear you. We got <laughs> two Maya Rudolph show plugs in a oh, row. Oh, yeah. Well, she's great. Oh, she's in that too? Yes, she is. Uh, you yeah, gotta watch she, it. She okay. plays the hormone. She's, she's kind of the best part. The way she is. Bubble bath. I'm going to take a bubble bath. Yeah, yeah it's very good. <laughs> okay. Um, and where can people find you and your oh, stuff? Oh, you can find me at the Lisa Gilroy on Twitter and Instagram and um, at the UCB every other Sunday and at the Second City Hollywood every other Friday. Well, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter. Um, and you can lift us up at the show at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. You can go to Spotify, check out the playlist. You can go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for another weekly dose, GCF Second Service. Can I also just say this background music sounds like it's about to be one last time with Ariana Grande? Like the opening track, that Thank you, this. Uh, and then you can leave us a review at iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave us, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity is? Uh, we're donating to the uh, California Wildfire Relief. Wildfire isn't the right term, but the fire relief. The California Fire Relief. 
Lisa, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Oh, good grief. Merry Thanks. Christmas and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy to you. Merry Canadian guys. Christmas. Yes. Oh, thank you. Mary, put a maple leaf on top of the tree. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Hello, it's me. Irish. Hello, it's me, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Hey, hey, people like me a lot for some reason. No, I like him. He's hot. He's hot. He's hot. He is. And all of Pond's people said, Amen. Amen. Friends, what song should we go out on? An Amy Grant song? A baby song? What are we going to do? Georgia the... Wait, what's the really cinematic one? Yeah, that one. Joy to the world. Okay. Wow. We finished the podcast. Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas, Jerome. Hey, it's me, Santa. I'm a Christian now. (laughs) The gospel is great. I'm going to convert all my little elves, and if they don't convert, I'll fire their asses. (laughs) Santa, do you believe in inerrancy? (laughs) Oh, it depends on the passage. There's a lot of differences in the translations. Oh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Will Forte. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, awesome Amy Grant. Okay, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I was expecting, you know, for them to be a little bit harsher about some stuff or meaner. Because they're both very, Kevin and Caroline, they're mean people. They are not nice sometimes. They are very, very mean and very scary. Didn't appreciate that crack they made about my voice now. I think I sound friggin' awesome, whatever. But I'm here to tell you, Kevin and Caroline told me to tell you. uh, They told me in a very mean way. Because uh, they are very mean. Uh, that next week on GCF, they are watching the Pure Flix movie, Christmas with a capital C. Oh, wow. I can't believe they're doing that to themselves. And to you. But, okay, here we are. I guess they wanted to connect thematically to last year. They're watching Christmas with a capital C, the Pure Flix movie. I think maybe you can watch it if you have a Pure Flix subscription. But if you don't, uh, they're going to make the link... To watch it, available in the show notes for this episode. So you can watch in the show notes for this episode. It's password protected. The password is all lowercase. Happy holidays. So that's kind of them saying like, hey, if you, you know. So link in the show notes for this episode. And it will be for next week's episode too. The password is happy holidays. Which you know what? Amy's fine with that. Amy loves all friggin' religions. She thinks they're great. Okay? Okay, Amy, Mom and Grant, over and out. That was a HeadGum Podcast.